0: Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Wit Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley.
1: Oh, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. I mean, you never know where this thing could go. Um, and, uh, man, we've got big guest announcements for tomorrow and uh and um, it's gonna be pretty amazing. Uh I'm I'm gonna have to uh I'm gonna to have to uh we're gonna get this all together. But my goodness, tomorrow's guest and we'll start uh, we'll start kind of letting you know as the day unfolds today uh who it's gonna be but let's just say big time newsmaker in the Baylor world lately, we'll be returning to the Mosley Show, and uh, just got to figure out. We'll we'll get it all figured out, and uh, very excited about that. Aaron, hope you are uh, doing well today. I uh, I've tried to, you know, I think Monday was a day for gnashing of teeth, and everybody, a lot of folks, a lot of our listeners, and all were upset with some of the decisions the Bears made. Um, I you know today, I feel you know I'm just trying to kind of think positively. I'm kind of like Jason Kidd last night when he got after Tim McMahon at the Mavs game. Just, <clears throat> just went all went all uh, in on him and and uh, I mean it, you know pretty pretty amazing stuff. Just dropped f bombs, s bombs. I mean it got a little salty and and told him. I just wish you would write some more positive stuff. Well, apparently he's never met Tim McMahon, who, by the way, I kind of at one point helped mentor, so perhaps I'm at fault for some of this. But uh, Tim McMahon is not the most positive guy. He's very cynical, but that's okay. He's a good NBA writer. And uh, But last night, Jason Kidd had had enough. And on top of that, I mean, Mark Cuban up and sells the franchise i mean like i Aaron, think about like what we would be doing today if jerry just said you know what i'm not i think i'm going to sell the my majority interest in the cowboys well he's got the entire thing i mean there may be like a board of directors or i don't know he's got great advertisers but <clears throat> i mean jerry's never going to do it. it's always going to be in the jones family mark cuban who apparently will still be ahead of Head of uh, uh, basketball operations will be the governor. Will be the representative for the Mavericks. But he on the same day that's announced he's leaving Shark Tank, the show that's been out there, CNBC or MSNBC, whatever it's on. Been a very popular show. NBC, I think it was on NBC. Um, he's leaving that, and then it's like he's selling a majority share to the to the. Uh, uh, Adelson family uh, out of um, out of Vegas. I mean, if you don't know who that is now, the 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 the, the patriarch of the Adelson family that made all the money uh, I was like thirty seven. Uh, they maybe worked about thirty three billion dollars. This is his wife now that kind of runs thing and her son in law. And uh, he basically got I mean, helped uh, Trump get elected. And uh, paid for the inauguration. I mean, just kind of everything you might. Uh, and you might recall that Mark Cuban is not the biggest Donald Trump guy. In fact, if Don, if if Mark leans any direction, he leans left. And yet, this Adelson family here, they come. I mean, they own the Sands hotels and casinos and and all that Aaron you like to go out there to vegas you've seen all their properties out there i mean it's an enormous family at one point he lost all his money then he started all over Aaron you know how it's easy to start all over it's kind of like gambling when you have when you still have 2 billion to start with like if you have a couple billion <laughs> right. then you can kind of start over and so he lost all his money and and then got and i i can't even remember i think i've read the story how that all happened but he he got back in, got rolling again, and, Aaron, even when we see these, it's it's just interesting. Like the, the casino magnets and the hotel magnets, they always still have their money, even when we go, well, that thing's going bankrupt, or that nobody stays at that place anymore. Nobody does this. Nobody does that. I think they have the Venetian out there. We have people from Eminem Broadcasting who've stayed at some of these places, and now they own the Dallas Mavericks. I mean it's a it's a weird deal. Now uh from a um, breaking news standpoint and Aaron we'll get we'll certainly do some of this Oh there it is. Um let's see here. Um we've got Mike Gundy uh and boy Stuart Mandel from Oh, the, the athletic, he is not pleased about this. Sark. They have not done right by Sark. Aaron, who do you think has just been named in this past hour the Big 12 football coach of the year? Do you <laughs> care to guess?
2: Is it really Sark?
1: No, no, no. Oh, Mike okay. Gundy. Oh, well. Mike Gundy gets it. And, boy, people are mad about this. <laughs> people are mad because goes 11-1. Gundy goes 9-3. And as Mandel uh, points out, lost 33-7 to South Alabama, <clears throat> 45-3 loss to UCF, and still named Big 12 Coach of the Year. Now, I kind of get it. I mean, you know, where, where it looked like he was on the hot seat, looked like Their season was in the tank, and Oklahoma State somehow turned it around and finished the season strong and are in the title game. But, I mean, I would say most years, yes, if you do what Sark did, you probably would get coach of the year who votes on this. Well, Aaron, that would be the other Big 12 coaches. Oh, man. Coach Aranda, who'd you vote for? Who'd you vote for? All right. I might, might be able to ask that question soon. Um, that's interesting. Mike Gundy uh, wins that award. And uh, we've had um, uh, Big 12 making its announcements today for the all Big 12 team. And uh, this has all kind of happened in the last hour. So all this is pretty fresh. Um Aaron the uh they it's it, it by the way it's called the Chuck Ninus Coach of the Year. The 19th year head coach of the Oklahoma State Cowboys, Mike Gundy. Aaron, do you remember the name Chuck Ninus? He, he was a
2: comp- conference commissioner, but I can't yeah. remember what conference.
1: Well, he served as the interim commissioner for the Big 12. He was an old Big 8 guy. I think Chuck was, you know, tied to Nebraska at one point, perhaps, but he was the old Big Eight commissioner. And at a time when DeLoss, you know, at at Texas, the AD, was thinking about, I think eight teams are good. I I think we're fine. Chuck finally, Chuck was about 87 or 88 at the time, finally said, no, 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 DeLoss, come on now, come on. We need two more teams and and in came TCU and West Virginia into the conference like Aaron as long as Texas could have had the longhorn network and DeLoss was happy i think DeLoss was ready to go with like five teams <laughs> he just DeLoss just loved it being and again he saved it people say well he destroyed it now well, i mean the reason it it hung in there was DeLoss in that network. And, of course, the Aggies and everybody got so mad about that network, but uh, that network and DeLoss saved it. Saved it. All right, Aaron, if we have any, any like, birthday or any kind of, like, fanfare, let's, let's play it, or even just some horns, whatever you want to go with. This is a big one. This, oh, there it is. Please hold your applause. Please hold your applause. Great friend of my family uh, is turning 75 today, Dr. John Anderson. And great Baylor man, loves the Bears, season ticket holder, men, women, football, the whole shebang is in everything, Uh, he and Rachel. But boy, he loves it, loves to talk about it. And he is a great listener of ours, and I've only known him, Aaron, since I was born. All right, and so going on fifty years now. Well, he is seventy-five today, and uh, he's just an awesome guy. He's a great, uh, great Baylor man. He's a he's a, uh, one of the top vascular surgeons in the country, and you'd never know it. You know, some of these doctors kind of put their chest out, and they want to let everybody know how good they are. He was never like that. But he was always, whoever comes up with that and votes on that kind of stuff, you would always hear it, Dr. John Anderson. Like, he's the top guy. And uh, we're lucky to have him in Waco. And, uh, man, he's been battling a couple things here lately. But, man, he, is, he is, he's going to do it. He's going to fight through it here and be at a lot of these games coming up. And I sat next to him at the Baylor National Championship game. Uh, and maybe all through that thing. Maybe all through the, I think I was w- with him on the, yeah, I think both. <clears throat> I think both those games, the fi- the the uh, semifinals and then the final. And so that was kind of neat to be with a close family friend at such an enormous thing happening, the Bears winning it all. So uh, the whole group, Rebecca, Laura, uh, Justin, and David, and David was one of my closest friends at Baylor. Those are the those are the kids, but uh, and they got a whole cast of uh, 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 grandchildren. But man, and of course they're coming to Baylor, some of them, and so that's been a lot of fun. But uh, think the world of uh, the Andersons. So Aaron, give Dr. Anderson another round of applause. What do we say, Aaron? 75? Is that the new 65, you feel like? 75? I think so, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't feel like 75. I feel like there used to be a time when we looked at that and we're like, whoa, whoa, that's getting on up there. And now it's kind of like, no, oh, that's good. That's good. That's kind of the that's prime. That's your prime right there. So um, thinking of, of uh, Dr. Anderson today, and uh, we are uh, appreciative. And he was, they were close friends, he and Rachel, with my parents at Baylor. And but anyway, he he knows all. I mean, the president. Like if Doctor Livingstone is listening right now, she's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I know, I know Doctor Anderson. But again, he's not one of those folks that has to be down there. Oh, put me on the front row, put me on. I gotta be at the center of attention. Just quietly serves and is a huge Baylor bear. So anyway, love the Anderson family, and uh, and a big shout out to Doctor John. Anderson and um aaron keep this if you don't mind what i just did in case we like caught him napping or something i mean he did turn 75 today (laughs) i think hopefully he's hopefully he's right there but he always has good suggestions like hey matt have you thought about talking i looked it up recently and he had texted me something about like the nil or he's always got very good uh suggestions and he doesn't do it like some people you know some people Uh, tweet at you, Aaron, like, you know, do this. Why don't you talk about this? Why don't you do that? It's always very constructive and well thought out. So happy 75th birthday to Dr. John Anderson here on the Matt Mosley Show. I believe that uh, this is his favorite show. I mean, I'm taking some liberties with that. I'm sure he likes John as well, and, and maybe even some of those previous shows. But uh, from 3 to 6, he is dialed in, uh, and uh, we appreciate him so much. Okay, lots to get to today, and uh, we're going to have – we may have some people stopping by, but we're going to hear from you today. I I, want to keep digging in. This Maverick story is – it's big. And even if you're not like a huge Mavs or NBA fan – this is such a weird story, what we're witnessing, like an enormous person, an enormous uh, in the life of Dallas-Fort Worth sports, uh, basically sell the team and sell his majority interest. This is, this is a shocking announcement, and we need to try to make sense of it. Uh, we'll do that next.
3: Baylor Bear Basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas.
4: Baylor Basketball Saturday in the Farrell Center versus Northwestern State. 4:30 for the countdown to tip off. 5 p.m. tip off
3: Saturday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear Basketball, right here on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, The rooms are big and spotless, feature an upscale, modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails open to the public seven days a week, five to ten P.M., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco Traffic Circle. It is the Element Waco Hotel. And ask about our discounted rates for November and December.
8: Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntexSportsFan.com. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and
4: efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands, Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com.
9: Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
8: Now back to the Matt Mosley show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Oh man, Aaron, did you think the um, the JMO show had broken out in the three o'clock hour with like should with birthdays? He kind of has the market <laughs> cornered on that. Let's say, was I there didn't... anybody famous, Aaron, in today's edition of birthdays on the John Morris show? I'm
2: trying to think of. Uh... Who would be considered most famous?
1: And it usually come up with... Russell like Wilson's birthdays today. Uh, Who's that?
2: Russell Paul Wilson.
1: Oh, uh-huh. okay.
2: Um, let's see, Howie Mandel. It wasn't a huge birthday day today. <laughs> There's there no real, real big celebrities with birthdays today. I to think Stefan Diggs, about
1: it. I was thinking about John, even last night, he... he I mean he's got a great job and I and mean, a lot of people would love to do what John does but man you know like it's just even like a day like yesterday just a very pretty normal day it was like MC a press conference for the Grant Taft Foundation and then and then be on the air do a TV game and then have just had been in New York again most people would love to do this I'm not I don't he's not complaining but I just I always think about it, this time of year and then he'll have to jump on, and I mean, I don't know, I think before ESPN Plus, Aaron, you just would do all these radio games, which was still a lot of heavy lifting, but then the TV, you know, brings a whole different animal to it, like, John's always a sharp dresser, but he has to kind of be in like a sport coat or whatever he's going to wear on TV, Uh, King McClure's a little more relaxed on that front, kind of had a, always a nice looking sweater or something on last night but a little bit more on the relaxed look you can do that when you're 27 and a former college basketball star at Baylor but um I I I last night and we'll get into this Mavericks thing as the day unfolds but I uh I Langston Love and Aaron you were a lot of times you produce these things and you were probably watching it as you were looking you know all that kind of stuff but to, to see how confident he looks shooting the three ball. I mean, he, he hit five three-pointers, ends up with 23. They finally got him out of the game because the game was was out of reach. I mean, Baylor did hit 100. Aaron, they didn't do like uh, Coach Nicky does. And, I mean, they put 124 on that poor team, McNeese State or whoever it was. That team they played last night, Nichols had beaten LSU earlier this season. How bad is LSU? At one point last night, Baylor was up like 90 to 50 or something like that. They were like 90 to 55. It was like it was a complete beatdown. They were really, they kind of hung in there for the first, I don't know, five, 10 minutes, and then it was just done. They, they were done. And uh, the Bears just wiped them out. Aaron, I, Ray J. Dennis is unreal at the rim. I I don't. I'm trying to think who Baylor has had. <clears throat> Keontae was flashier certainly than even Jacoby, in some some of the things he did. Jacoby's a more all-around player. The freshman, now, Aaron. It's odd, and again, I I I think Jacoby is like a total team guy, and I think hopefully once they get in the conference, you know, he's his scoring is going to come very naturally. Last night against Nichols, it didn't, all right? Now, again, he wasn't – I don't think he forced it. He's trying to hit a few threes, but one for eight, and he had two points. I mean, that's pretty – That's you know, for a guy that's going to be maybe a top three lottery pick, that is unusual. That's a little bit unusual to have a two-point game. Now, the thing is about him, he doesn't force it. Even when he's kind of having a bad game, he'll play D, he'll do all the stuff but uh, Ray J is becoming the man, all right? And Jacoby may end up being the greatest player on the team, maybe the best player in the conference, who knows? But just as far as consistency, Aaron, you know, most times, even when Bears have had efficient offense, you don't come out of one of those games and go, oh, LJ or or Adam had uh, 10 assists or 11 assists or whatever. Ray J can do that. I mean, like he 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 can be a double digit assist guy. And you just don't uh even with Jared, I guess Jared could do it a little bit, but of course he was shooting a lot and he needed him to. Davion uh could pass the ball, but this guy is capable of of challenging for like the lead in the Big Twelve in assists. I don't. I can't remember. The, Aaron, can you remember the last Baylor player that let like challenged the lead in the conference in assists? Part of this is because they they haven't really had a true point guard. Ray J is more of a true point guard, but I love watching him. I love I watch him distribute, and he is a finishing dude. Like his percentage at the rim. Is right up there with, like, every big man in the country. You know, we would think, like, somebody like Toshibwe in the past or even Hunter Dickinson is going to have the great percentage near the rim because they're 6'11 or 7 foot. All right? We expect, uh, you know, we, we expect that from the big guys, whether it's uh, uh, Ojanwina, uh, you know, Misi. But your guards, you know, you're like, well, he's pretty good at the rim. This guy's unbelievable. Like, I kind of feel like he's shooting somewhere in the neighborhood of, like, 80 to 85%. I'm sure I could look this up. But, like, at the rim, and you say, well, Matt, is that layups? "Eh, No. He's finishing over people. I mean, he's going up and, I mean, hitting shots. It's just kind of amazing to watch. I also think a great sign last night was Caleb Lohner. Now, I don't know. I kind of was interested in I wanted to get King McClure on cuz he kept saying about like the best alley-oops or the bad passes when guys go up and finish bad passes. And it's kind of funny. I I get what he's saying when a guy like Messi has to sky or or reach back, maybe it maybe it even looks cooler or looks better. But man, I the the most of the alley-oops I saw looked like great passes to me. Um I and and there there a lot of them are very good at it. And and loner is capable. Like I I find it funny that you would say of loner. I think King said this of him last night, Aaron. He said sneaky athletic. Like I don't even understand that. Like he's he's like who's the highest leaper on the team? Well, that's probably Eve Meese at seven foot. But loner may be next. Loner can jump out of the gym. So I don't know who he's sneaking up on. I mean, he can get up there and finish over anybody. Now, again, I think John Jakus is going to come on with us tomorrow, and he may straighten me out and go, Matt, no, this this guy, Jaden or somebody else, or Langston, they can jump higher. But Loner can get it done. Aaron, can you imagine if Loner, in addition to Love, like if those two could basically give you 20 points per game, combined for 20 points per game, like how huge that would be, I'm trying to think who else. I mean, there's a lot of good players coming off the bench. But, man, that that loner last night looked bouncy. He he hit a couple of threes. I think he was two for two. You know, you don't want him floating out there trying to do too much of the three-point shooting. But in rhythm, and when he's open, he's very capable of knocking that shot down. I like the way, by the way, that EJ, I mean, if if, if, uh, if Chamwa if, if Chama Chachua <clears throat> is willing to accept this role of like, a, I don't know, seventh or eighth man, I mean, but it just shows you how stacked the Bears are and, and also how cool he is. Like, we knew he was a great guy and maybe the easiest player to love on the team, But, like, imagine that, Aaron, like, being ballyhooed, great player, being a big part of the national title team, has that awful injury, comes back, amazes everybody, is shooting the three, and and you're basically told, hey, man, we're probably going to only be able to play you this year an average of maybe five to ten minutes a game. Like, almost nobody's going to take that well. And this guy's kind of wired to just be okay. And, like, say, hey, I'll do whatever you guys need of me. God, he's a good guy. And and he's a tremendous player. Um, I I just don't, right now, I don't see too many weak spots on this team. Like, if I was going to be a little negative, I would just say, I don't love, like, Walter probably needs to, you know, when he's not scoring, go get something at the rim. Like, he's obviously got great athleticism, all of that. You know, he needs to he needs to attack the rim a little bit more. I mean, I think he right now is, is – he's got, I think, good mid-range. Um, he was settling for the three a little bit last night. But I, I love the player, and I love his attitude. He does not carry himself like a superstar. And I never see, like, bad body language. Like, you know – uh, and maybe last night when he was missing those shots, he put his head down a little bit. I don't know. But uh, he's – Aaron, one other thing. And, and, again, we're all probably some of – we're all going to be guilty of it at some point. We all make mistakes. But, like, I kind of expect Seth Greenberg at, at ESPN, like, he's supposed to be, like, the huge analyst, right? Like, at some point, his name – I mean, this guy's going to be, like, a top three, maybe a lottery pick. you got to call him what his name is. His last name is Walter. It's not not Walter's. And I get it. When people are trying to say his name, they want to put an S on it. And believe me, I've seen his dad's Twitter account. His dad tries to straighten it out for people on the dad's Twitter account. But, man, I mean, he's an unbelievable player. Let's refocus our efforts up there at ESPN, and let's call him what his name is, which is Jacoby Walter um man that's a, it's a uh, it's an exciting team uh Aaron any part of this um team do you worry about or I mean in some ways it's the deepest team maybe Scott's ever had um I you know who is going to be the guy with the game on the line to go get you a bucket mm-hmm. I think Ray J can be that guy I don't I certainly don't think Bridges is scared of being that guy. So, I mean, that's the only thing you might worry about is just like, okay, who is kind of like Flagler that can take over the game when you need him to? Like, Mesey takes over games, but it's in a different way. He kind of needs people to set him up. Um, I would say right now the closers on this team are Ray J., I think Walter is. He just had a bad game last night. Uh, I I would not have any problems with the ball in his hands. And maybe Bridges. I just think Bridges has great experience and and doesn't mind having the ball late in games. Aaron, am I missing anybody?
2: No, I don't think so. It's it's a super deep team, and
11: Mm -hmm. if
2: they can stay healthy, they can – beat anybody they they have depth to help them if they don't but man this is just yeah. a, it's just a loaded roster it really is you know it, they're scotter's teams usually have great guards no exception this year but they've also got a great small forward in jalen bridges and, and they've got some great guys down in the post led by Eve Messi.
1: yeah Aaron, could you call up that ap the new uh here we are wednesday this came out monday But will you call up that AP top 25 men? I I just kind of wanted to see because I watched a ton of basketball over the break. And Kansas is weird. Like, Dickinson's a great player, but, man, they can go on droughts. Harris is not like a natural scorer. And they and last night they had a game like I just didn't pay any attention because they were playing somebody like Eastern Illinois and at some point I looked up and that game was I swear it was a five or six point game with four or five minutes left like Eastern Illinois hung in there and fought them like crazy and of course where do you think they were playing that game at Fog Allen they were at Allen Fieldhouse for that thing so I don't I don't. I mean, they'll be okay, but and and again, they'll rally, and I'm I'm sure they'll be great by the end of the season. But I, the, you talk about a fall off in depth. Their starting five probably matches up fine with Baylor's starting five. You get to the next three players: Langston, um, Loner. Whoever else, Miro, I'm just trying to think who else Baylor's bringing. Uh, uh, whoever, the next three or four players, Winner comes in for the Bears, compared to, like, Kansas's next four, it's not that. I mean, I think Baylor's got a huge, and I think Houston also has that kind of depth and better depth than Kansas. Now, again, it's self, and we know not to doubt him, but uh, Dickinson can't do it all. He's a good player. He can get the three. But, man, I don't know, other than Dickinson and McCuller, where else is it supposed to come from? Harris kind of comes and goes as a scorer. I like K.J. Adams. He's a great kind of glue guy. But I don't know where all their scoring comes from. Like Kentucky last night had some dude just go off. Like they've got some guys just like people thought, well, he'll be a good college player. And they're already now saying, no, he might be lottery. He may be first round. All right, Aaron, take me through it because I wanted to see, I wanted to look back and and remind us where Kansas fell to. Give us that, like, give us the whole top ten.
2: Sure. Um, My phone would cooperate. Purdue's number one. Obviously, after their big wins. Arizona, two. Marquette, three. Defending national champion. UConn, four. Kansas, five then Houston's at six, followed by Duke, Miami, Baylor at nine, and Rick Barnes and the Tennessee Volunteers at ten, even with two losses.
1: Wow. That's interesting. I mean, I like Tennessee, but they did suffer those two losses. And one of those teams you just said, Aaron, got – I think that's the team that got just run off the floor last night by Kentucky. Um, One of those teams you said it like – Eight, nine, or ten. Whoever. Kentucky. Oh, Miami. Miami. Miami got run off the court last night.
2: Yeah, 95 73. Yeah. And I don't think it was that close, really. So
1: Miami's going to fall. And that means the old Bears, I don't know. They just need to keep stacking these things. Got some big games coming up. And uh, I'm excited. I, I look looking like we may go see the Duke. The Duke-Bears uh, matchup in Madison Square Garden, that would be a lot of fun. Uh, and right around, uh, as we get closer to Christmas, 16th, they play in Detroit against Michigan State. And that's where our buddies, um, who were we just talking to recently, Aaron? I just want to mix our, uh, We had, do we have Jaden on? Yeah. Isn't Jaden from Flint? Is that where he's from? I think Jaden Nunn is from Flint, Michigan, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I think that's where he's originally from. You've got to kind of follow these players now because, like, they'll start at Boise State and then go somewhere else and then end up at Baylor. But, uh, Aaron, you got to be excited about the portal. I mean, we're not excited any time a Baylor player leaves, but the portal business is heating up in a huge way. And, like, major quarterbacks are in there. I mean, I feel like once the portal starts, it just supplies us with all sorts of information. Yes, Jay Nunn is a Flint, Michigan native. And, Aaron, if you ever look it up, like, uh, just put, like, NBA players or star players from Flint, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, like, Flint's a pretty big city, but it's it's not a place you would just think, oh, Flint's. Got a million NBA players. Well, they do. Mateen Cleves came from there. I mean, you just keep – it's unbelievable to see how many players – I mean, obviously, places like Chicago and New York and Dallas, and uh, they're going to have – Houston, they're going to have a huge amount of players. But Flint is not really you know, in that group, and yet they produce – and I don't know, it's just something about either the programs, the coaching, the – the the families I you know whatever it is they produce some unbelievable, um, unbelievable players and folks. Okay, uh, it is uh, time. People ask me, well, what about the Stephanie? What did you, what do you Matt? Where did Stephanie? Where did she? When did she start doing? You know when when when? And boy, I say, hey, her career spans decades.
2: Decade, long time ago. She's Whoa. been doing this a long time.
1: Whoa, I mean. <laughs> we uh, we got to go back several decades. No, no, we we don't have to go back that far. But it is time for something known as Stephanie's Sports Corner.
3: Baylor women's basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas.
4: Baylor women play their first road game of the season Thursday in Dallas against SMU, 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Thursday.
3: Join Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas.
12: Everyone at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. And once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign.
0: And they're asking for your support. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December
12: 7th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Drop it off in the bed of the 2024 GMC Sierra pickup truck right there on the showroom floor. The Marines will then
0: distribute these toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute.
12: Merry Christmas from your friends. Transit Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at Imperial Drive in Waco.
8: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. As the day unfolds, we'll give you more of these all Big 12 football awards. I mean, I, I'm i going to announce the honorable mentions. The Bears got in there and got some. I think that is, uh, deserves mention. But the Offensive Player of the Year... Has been announced, and um, that is Ollie Gordon II from Oklahoma State. I like that guy. He's funny. He's outgoing. He's a fun guy. I like, hey, Ollie, I want you to be on the Mosley show. I mean, he would be a good guest for Stephanie to have here in Stephanie's Sports Corner. Ollie Gordon, very funny. Tavondre Sweat, Defensive Player of the Year. Now, Aaron, I I think if our guy had just kept kicking, man, he he a, he just kind of did not finish strong. I like our, I like the Baylor kicker. I like the the Hankins kid. Really has a big leg, but he just he got kind of inaccurate late. Special teams player of the year in the Big Twelve, it is Austin McNamara, Texas Tech punter. All right, Texas Tech punter. That'd be, generally, that means you punt it a lot, which I think Tech, and they like to go for it on fourth down a lot. But, um, uh, and then again, a reminder, Chuck Nina's is Coach of the Year, Mike Gundy. Aaron, do they put out like an honorable mention for Sark? <laughs> they should do like an honorable mention Coach of the Year for Sarkeesian. All right, without further ado, I mean, you wait for it. You crave it each day. It is Stephanie's Sports Corner.
13: Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. The human drama
5: of athletic competition.
13: It's time for Stephanie Sports Talk, sponsored by Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, Lafayette Restaurant and Cantina, King Ranch Turfgrass, Mosby's Land Management, Myatt Fuels.
1: And now, here's Stephanie. Well, she is here, and uh, <laughs> we're so happy to yes. have her back. <laughs> She's here in all her glory. And, uh, <laughs> Stephanie, you'll like knowing there's a lot of breaking news flying around in college football. Spencer Rattler, the old Oklahoma quarterback who went off to South Carolina, he's leaving the Gamecocks not to go in the portal, but to go into the NFL draft. Oh, good for the him. 2024 NFL draft. Said this has been a dream And goal of mine since I was a little kid and cannot wait for a chance to turn my dream into reality forever to thee, sincerely. That must be like a Gamecocks thing. Spencer Hmm. Rattler. And they do these things like, um, I'm going to send this to you, Stephanie, just so you can see what I'm talking about. Almost Almost like a Christmas card. I think you'll enjoy commenting on this. Okay. Uh, what do I call you? Oh, there you are. Um, <laughs> what do you call me? <laughs> Aaron's like, oh my. Wow.
10: <laughs> Remember, <Everybody>, Scott's listening.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Everybody has has a nice name. Everybody has like a nickname. Yeah, everybody and pretty much everybody I know has a bit of a nickname. Um. So, but okay. Anyway, the, uh, it's, yeah, yeah, I sent that to you. Take okay. a peek at that. I mean, uh, that's me. That's, that's like a, professional that looking. Yeah, I mean, that's that, kind of cool. What, that's what people do now. They, they, they'll. You know, I've, I've never really mastered this. Aaron, do you know how to like? <clears throat> what do you do? Do you take a picture of your iPad or will you do like a screen grab? Like, I don't. I kind, I kind of like. Yeah, show that to Aaron. Yeah, I am. Uh, it's.
10: I mean, that is pretty. Like. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, here, I'm going to comment on this what you just said. Uh, just before I go okay. into something so important, um, you know, these college players, whether it's in the NBA draft or or the NFL draft, you know, I've always had mixed emotions because you know my son played basketball in college, and you know, being that he wasn't seven foot, but he you know he is six four. What are the chances of him going, you know, to play professional ball? And so when you get that opportunity as a college athlete to go play professional, Mm -hmm. I'm on that fence of do you quit your sophomore year because you got an opportunity or do you go ahead and stick it out with your team for four years, get your education, Mm -hmm. and then get drafted? Because what if something happens? you, you get hurt, and your career is over. You know, you have that education and that degree to fall back on. So, you know, I just think that's something that is, you know, I don't know if it's the word controversy, but something to think about. Because being a parent, I would want my son to get his college degree and then hopefully be
1: drafted. Makes sense? But if he could get all this guaranteed money like even before, and he could also take out an insurance policy. I mean, I'm all for getting your education. I love that. But uh, if you can go, um, and you don't have to these days, now people are staying. Now, the cool thing about it is, Stephanie, he could get his college education and get the NIO money now if he's good that's enough. True. That's and true. And that's why big men are – Aaron, I thought the other night, I, I forget who was saying it uh, on the air, might have been Fran. But it was a point I had been making about how I think more big men are going to stay in college. And we're seeing more and more of it. And suddenly I heard Fran making the same point. I thought, well, I must have been on to something. Guys, I've got, I've got really sad news for the Longhorns. Aaron, you might want to, if you can find some violin music, um, <laughs> oh, step <stephanie> in <man. laughs> like this. This is Jeff Ketchum, from Te- uh, who covers Texas. Says the defending national champion, Texas volleyball team which just won the league title for the 97th time in a row, which I think that's, you know, made up. I mean, he's just trying to be funny there. (laughs) Had two players make first or second All-Big 12. Less than Baylor, BYU, Houston, Kansas State, and TCU. He said, my goodness, the coaches in this league are in their feelings. (laughs) 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 Well, I mean, what do you want? Like, if you don't want them to, don't leave. Don't leave the conference if you want all the coaches what are they what are the coaches supposed to do oh man yeah they're leaving us and almost left us basically on our own without a viable conference but yes let's make sure we elect like seven different Texas volleyballers Mike <laughs> I mean this is getting out of hand it
10: is oh out of hand gosh. but you know pay your players so they'll stay period that's kind of where we're at that's kind of yeah. where we're at. And this whole portal thing, I hate it. Don't like it. I am old school. Anyways, that's what I got to say about all that.
1: Speaking of old school, Uh this is another. Last year, Notre Dame went after a great Wake Forest quarterback. Another ACC quarterback looking at Notre Dame. Just in the past few minutes we've been on, Duke quarterback Riley Leonard has entered the transfer portal. Uh, he's a big-time player, big-time quarterback. Now, he could go to a couple of places. He could follow his buddy down to A&M. I mean, if you think about it, he could go with Mike Elko to A&M. But Pete Thamel is saying expect Notre Dame to target Duke quarterback Riley Leonard. He just <laughs> entered the NCAA transport portal. It doesn't even seem fair, does it? Like Notre Dame is in the ACC in every other sport but football. But in football, <clears throat> they play some of those teams in non-conference or whatever. But they, because they have to put that independent schedule together, the ACC helps them. And then they turn around and pluck all the best quarterbacks from the other teams in the ACC. I mean, that's what you do. When you let them in the hen house, that's, that's what you do. And, I mean, everybody, I mean, I those are nice. Like, um, oh, Jack, what's his name? Swarbrick. Seems like a very powerful man in college athletics. But, it's like ACC bends over backwards to help these people, and then Notre Dame takes all the ACC quarterbacks.
10: They're smart. <laughs> Notre oh, Dame's yeah. smart. I yeah. mean, it's not, just, you're not wrong there. I mean, wouldn't you do the same if there. you were at Notre Dame? You know, if yeah, you won a sure. national championship, of
1: course you would. Flex your, flex your muscles a little bit. Uh, <laughs> exactly. And then Stephanie also, Taj Brooks <coughs> is now a semifinalist from Texas Tech. For the Earl Campbell Tyler Rose Award. Oh, that's cool. The Earl Campbell Tyler Rose. That's cool. Award. Oh man. And also, one last thing, Stephanie. Then I okay. want to hear okay. what's in your mind because <laughs> okay. there's just as we started this, I just saw like fifteen thousand different breaking news things, and I just hate not to at least mention a couple of these things. We'll get into okay. them as the show unfolds. Like, the New York Jets just put out video of Aaron Rodgers throwing the football and moving around. He got released to play or practice. Didn't you see you that? You could see this. Aaron, are you watching this? This is like.
10: Okay. This is, did he really hurt his Achilles motion. tendon? Because I don't know anybody that can go no. back and start practice after he did. He did.
1: He did. Oh. I'm just. <clears throat> this is slow motion. And some of this may be a little bit over the top. But, man, he's moving well and throwing I mean like I don't know, I'm sending Aaron this right now to just kind of so he can he can take a nice peek at this, but man, he must have some
10: good it. doctors. That's all I gotta say if he's More moving that
1: good Aaron, <laughs> what's the name of that mushroom stuff he smokes,
10: yeah, ayahuasca, I don't even know what that is,
1: ayahuasca, is that yeah, like- That's good. Aaron like knows we're...
10: all these things.
1: <laughs> I don't know why, but he Aaron does. Know, <laughs> Aaron knows people that maybe have dabbled in areas, Maybe so. but it's not. It doesn't mean Aaron did. All right, okay. uh, Stephanie, what's on your mind today? Well, this
10: has nothing to do with, uh, you know, it's just some not some stupid information. But you were giving me a hard time <laughs> about mascots the other day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Aaron, is that a good lead in to her segment? <laughs> I've got some stupid information for Sounds you guys today. Sounds hey, compelling. That's right. Hey. everybody! Everybody's pulling off the road. Hey, to listen. I'm just saying, all probably
10: right. they are, Matt. Okay.
1: okay. And all
10: the women that are listening, they're like, oh, that's so cute. That's what they're doing. Well, Sourdough Sam, that you said you didn't know about the 49ers, let me tell you something about Sourdough Sam. The reason why they call him sourdough Sam is because when he's done mining for gold and back in the old days, you know, before we were born, when the miners would go and dig for gold, the first thing they would eat is bread and it was sourdough bread. And so that's how Sam, sourdough Sam, got his name because he likes sourdough bread. Well, get this. He was born in 1994 at Candlestick Park. He is six foot six. His hobbies are football and digging for gold, and he loves Metallica. And he makes sixty thousand dollars a year. There you go. Useless. useless I don't really
1: understand. Knowledge. Like how how is he born? How is a mascot born? Well,
10: the the, the organization created him. Like they sew his co- they sewed his costume together, and they found some guy to like wear it, basically. But, you know, kids like this stuff. When kids, like, I went to the 49ers uh, website. If you go to the Cowboys website, you can go to any team's website, right? And when you go to community, you know, you can, like, hire these mascots to come to your kids' birthday
1: party if you wanted to. <laughs> and you know,
10: seriously. Stop. You know,
1: sad thing, Aaron, is that, like, today, because it was $5 sushi at my local grocery store, love a good $5 sushi day. <laughs> and. I walked in there, and finally, finally, some of these grocery stores are going back to doing, like, samples. You know, COVID, they're like, no, we'll never do this again. Did you find some sourdough bread? (laughs) So I swear, I go, "What, what is this? He had a nice big spread of little miniature sandwiches. And he said, well, this is deli chicken and a nice whatever the cheese sounded very interesting to me. And he said, "And this is sourdough bread." And I immediately thought
10: of sourdough Sam. Sourdough (laughs) Sam, really? Yeah. (laughs)
1: honestly, if if if, because I think I've seen Sam. It's just Mm -hmm. a big.
10: He has a big head.
1: Miner? No, Mm -hmm. it's just yeah, it's like a big forty nine er. You know, mining for gold type thing.
10: He's cute. Anyways,
1: you been giving me a hard time. They should. (laughs) But they if they're going to call it sourdough Sam like he should be carrying around a sandwich or something <laughs> like like that like he should I think he should have like a sandwich just, in his hand.
10: Uh, he probably does during halftime but you know he's got to keep the crowd going. So he
1: can't. I wonder if my friends at at uh, Schmaltz's I'm trying to think what they have artisan bread and sometimes they'll do the jalapeno I mean, it's unbelievable.
10: They have good sandwiches. I,
1: I can't remember if they'll do a sourdough. Yeah, they do. And I, I the, the schmaltz is what uh, Aaron and I, we usually get the schmaltz. Schmaltz. They're good. The, yeah, schmaltz. I, no, say it. Stephanie, sh- learn how to say it.
10: I did schmaltz. Is no, it like schmaltz. a malt, but schmaltz? Sh-
1: <laughs> schmaltz. You schmaltz. You have to say the S. Oh, my gosh. Alright, this is practice and then come back tomorrow. Uh, okay, I'll practice. Um, hey Stephanie, good <laughs> yeah. stuff. I thank appreciate you. it. The okay. continuing saga of sourdough Sam. <laughs> Everybody what's the next chapter gonna be? Uh thank you very much. Please okay. give Scott my best. Okay. I will. thanks. Okay. <laughs> there is Stephanie's sports corner. I honestly think it would be like it it should be Stephanie's sports brain. Like, cause, it, cause, you just never know where. It's more of like Stephanie's sports brain than a corner. But anyway, I'm I'm gonna kind of continue to think about that. Uh, all right, it is time. We've entered the four o'clock hour. We got a lot to get into, and I got a lot to say about Mark Cuban selling the Dallas Mavericks. Is the are, are the Mavericks about to change as an organization? I'm. I'm worried they are. That is next. This is ESPN
8: Central Texas
10: tis the season to give and it's okay to get get holiday gift cards from la fiesta restaurant and cantina purchase fifty dollars in gift cards and get ten dollars free for yourself or for someone else and don't forget la fiesta can cater your holiday party order online at lafiesta.com or stop on in at la fiesta located off franklin avenue in waco merry christmas from your friends at la fiesta la fiesta where passion is our most important ingredient
4: You don't want to miss our best price deals during the Black Friday sales event at Allen Samuels. This month, you can say big on the truck you've been looking for, like the new 2023 Rams. Designed to be durable, functional, and stylish, Ram trucks give you that first-class feel. With premium options like luxurious leather-trimmed seating, surround-view cameras, plus exceptional legroom and storage, hurry in and shop our great selection in-store or online today. Shop an award-winning dealership with award-winning products. Allen Samuels in Waco.
9: Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel and Company New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond.
8: Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at
0: syntechsportsfan.com. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com.
12: It's 930 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids, and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different.
1: Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless, feature an upscale, modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host. A watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m. And then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December.
8: From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show
1: on ESPN Central Texas. Well, we've got a series of guests coming up in the next couple of days that are uh, you're really, really gonna like and um we're gonna we're gonna get it all taken care of and then uh boy tomorrow I would say the five o'clock hour is gonna be jam packed. The four o'clock hour the five is gonna be something you really need to make an appointment with. Uh, and uh, it is uh, it's going to be – and I think as we get closer to it, I'm going to kind of announce who it is, but it is a, a big-time uh, Baylor person that I haven't talked to in a while, and uh, we're going to – we'll have that in the 5 o'clock hour, and then I'm also – Aaron, I've got to gotta be two places at once, okay? I've got to conduct the interview, but also – Uh, get out to Cowboys, and I've tried to decide how I want to do that. Do I want to be in studio and then try to tear out of the studio a little early? Do I want to get out there and do it all, you know, on the magic of the tie line? There's a lot of different ways we can go. And Aaron, as always, will somehow keep me on the air, whatever path we choose. But, uh, Aaron, does the, um, does, that, does that game, as a longtime Cowboys fan, and you kind of, your fandom waned a little bit, but you still pay very close attention, like we all do, to the Cowboys. With the Seattle team, and I got an injury report to share with everyone coming up. And we'll have some, uh, we'll do some, as the day unfolds, we'll, we'll have some uh, NFL blitz for you. Uh, perhaps is about 5:20 today and we'll go over a lot of NFL headlines but uh uh Aaron does the, the Seattle do you think should they scare Cowboys fans and the reason I ask is like they're a they're an okay team yeah like all these wins have kind of come against like what's the got a ton of these wins have all been against losing teams and you can only beat who you play i mean you had the bad loss to Arizona. Uh, you had the loss to Philly, in Philly, where they actually played well. And you got crushed by San Francisco. Aaron, what's their best win? Like, we could say, well, this is an impressive because they beat up on somebody. But they, what can we point to as, like, they're 8-3 and, and go, this is their best win of the season? Is it? destroying the Rams, of course they knocked the quarterback out of the game in that game, although they were already kind of jumping on the Rams. I mean, I, I again, the the Commanders and, and Giants are both horrible. Uh, I, I'm i just having a hard time. It's like, I think this is a good team, <clears throat> but there's not, not a single victory that you're just like, whoa, man, yeah, this is a great team. Yeah, their
2: their best win is the Chargers, and they aren't very yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, they look good on paper, but they're You're not right. a good team.
1: Correct, and and probably now are what four and six, something like that, or five and seven. I think that's what the Chargers are now. Um, I mean, there's not a winning team on there. But again, they played well against the Eagles. Uh, so the, to me, the Seahawks give them an opportunity to beat a decent team. All right, once they beat the Seahawks, if they do, Aaron, won't the Seahawks be six and six? So you can't. I guess you could say they were a winning team at the time you played them, but after you beat them, they'll be a five hundred team. I mean, it's just like you can't. You can't really win right now. And the Chargers uh, are
2: if, four and down, a, a ridiculously bad. Four and seven for all the talent okay. they have.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But again, that's that's kind of like every one of their three. Every you look at their teams that they've played or won against, and maybe the Rams have the best. I mean, all of them are four and seven, three and eight. There might be one team that's five and. Seven, I mean, there's just not anybody. They're all <clears throat> they're bad. And uh, I did want to tell everybody that uh, the schedule today. Is um, uh, as far as the injury, they they did have a practice today. Game of course tomorrow, and anything you might have been worried about, like Rico Dowdle, full practice today. Dante Fowler, who'd been out with an illness, not practicing, full practice. Um, Micah Parsons did not practice uh, yesterday because of an illness. He 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 was a full go today. Mozzie Smith, full go. Tyrus Wheat, the linebacker they brought in, full go with a concussion. Uh he'd had some symptoms, concussion symptoms. So you gotta feel you gotta feel good about that. Now, Aaron, and we might play this later, but I, I did want to bring it up. The um this whole Aaron Rodgers talking about Dak Prescott, wow. Um I You know, Aaron is, is an interesting guy, but I just thought this quote where he says he's playing the position in a really impressive way. I love the way he's playing, like really playing. I'm not talking about just making good throws. I'm talking about it seems more rare that guys are actually really playing the position where you're making adjustments. You're handling everything at the line of scrimmage. I love it. Whoa. I mean, that is some big-time stuff. And I keep seeing some of these numbers that are just fascinating. Like the like uh, Bill Barnwell had some num- numbers yesterday from ESPN that are just off the charts. Now, Dak had a comment on just exactly what I was saying. He said, "The teams we've played, the records haven't been great, but I can promise you, everybody that we play, we do get their best shot." I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I think fan bases love playing against the Cowboys. I don't, and maybe teams do that. I've never really sensed that. I think teams get up in college for these huge teams like that in the NFL. Like I don't necessarily know if the the Seattle will be way more jacked up because they're playing against the Cowboys than whoever they played against last week and got beat 31-14. Maybe. Maybe the coaches are a little jacked up. Maybe Pete Carroll wants to prove something. Aaron, somebody was talking about Pete Carroll saying that he was – I think we were joking about that yesterday, weren't we, with Calvin Watkins? Isn't he 73? Isn't that amazing?
2: Yeah, um I was actually listening. Now, they may have been talking about on ESPN National the other yeah. day, talking about the same thing, and saying that Mike McCarthy would have to coach 15 more years to, to coach to Pete Carroll's age. Is it that much? I'll have to do look and make sure that. Well, he just right. turned it's,
1: 60, it's, so, yeah, maybe 13 more years, but yeah, you're right. right, yeah, to get to that deal. And I've just always enjoyed, like, I mean, again, he, maybe he cheated at USC and all that kind of stuff, but he's, he just has an infectious personality. and in, Yeah, he's weirdly likable. <laughs> very, very. Now, again, if, if we covered him every day, I mean, I'm sure he's been there long enough where some of the Seattle people may be tired of him by now. But it was kind of like uh, I bet he's – interesting to deal with and to me he's the football version of who's the guy uh Aaron that was the 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 baseball manager that seems so interesting to hear from oh Joe Madden to me they have a similar vibe in presentation and both kind of have a little bit of a youthful thing going but uh man I hope at age 73 and and that's a long way off for us Aaron but I hope uh I hope we're kind of running around throwing the football around and and doing all that kind of stuff. Now we will get into I, I'm I'm amazed at this uh we got a couple of NBA stories that are grabbing my attention. The police are now investigating in Newport Beach, California, an active investigation involving allegations that Oklahoma City Thunder Guard Josh Giddy was involved in an improper relationship with an underage girl. This surfaced some pictures of Giddy, and I think nobody really knew what to do with that, and uh, it's it, it just came up on social media, and everybody's like, hey, why is nobody commenting on this? Why is nobody bringing this up? And so finally, they did start commenting on it, and now the police are looking into it. It's an anonymous social media user said, a girl who was seen with giddy in videos and photographs was a high school junior at the time. The social media account has since been deactivated. The uh, par- According to TMZ, the parents of the female minor are not cooperating uh, uh, with the investigation. Um, the Newport Beach Police Department... In the statement, said it's actively seeking additional information related to these allegations and pursuing all leads and evidence to obtain the facts of the case. Um, so this is a disturbing story. Giddy is now 21. I'm not totally sure when this allegedly happened, but we'll we'll see. And he's continued to play. Um, Aaron, with something this serious, he averages 12 points, 5.8 rebounds, and 4.5 and assists for a pretty good Thunder team. It's 11-6. and six. I, To me, it kind of makes everybody uncomfortable that, that a guy with sh- these kinds of serious allegations is just out there playing every game. I don't know. I don't know. That, doesn't, that seems weird. seems weird to me. Now, the thing that – and we'll continue in this next segment. Now, 440 – we got all kinds of big 12 stuff to share with you it's campus confidential uh and uh and we'll uh we'll do some of that for you but next i will get into what mark cuban is doing with the mavericks i i don't understand it the agreement would be in the valuation range he's selling a majority stake in the team to the Adelson and Dumont families. Adelson's are the huge Vegas folks. Um, What was his name, Aaron? Uh, Sheldon. I think his first name was Sheldon Adelson. I mean, he helped put Trump in the presidency. Well, I mean, Mark and Trump, Cuban and Trump have squared off many a time. Uh, His political leaning skewed to the left. Adelson's skew hard to the right and this is a weird sell of the team and nobody yet knows exactly what it means but I I this is not I don't think this is great news for Mavs fans who are used to Cuban being involved and doing everything they're saying all the right things now but once somebody owns the team they don't always want somebody that's a minority owner running everything and still being the face of the organization. We will uh we will talk about that in just a uh in just a second and uh I uh Aaron, real quick before we uh before we get ready to do that the final days of the Black Friday sales events at Allen Samuels pretty unbelievable uh what they have going on the new 2023 Ram 1,500 Laramie crew cab, four-wheel drive, get $14,000 off the MSRP. And those demo specials and a new 2023 Jeep Wagoneer Series 3 get $6,800 off the MSRP and a Tahoe and Expedition an extra $2,000. And then that 2023 Ram 1,500 quad cab, I think Scott, you know, Stephanie's uh, uh significant other drives one of these. It's a forty three thousand nine nine nine. That is right now nearly eleven thousand dollars in savings. Wow. Wow. This is the the final days of this Black Friday sales event out there at Allen Samuels and also have a great selection of pre owned cars, trucks, and SUVs every brand represented uh, on the Allen Samuels lot. Okay. So, man, some of these demos are just kind of, like, amazing. Even the 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited, um, I mean, you're talking about, like, $9,000 in savings on these Black Friday deals. I would go check this out. All right. We'll come back and uh, talk about this MAV situation because it is rocking Dallas right now.
3: Baylor Bear Basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas.
4: Baylor Basketball Saturday in the Farrell Center versus Northwestern State. 4.30 for the countdown to tip off. 5 p.m. tip off Saturday. Join
3: Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears John Morris for Baylor Bear Basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Hey, it's Matt Mosley. If you've been sidelined by joint pain, it's time to meet the Coriel Health MVPs of orthopedics located right here in Central Texas. Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, Coriel Health's board-certified orthopedic physician team specialized in sports medicine and total hip and knee replacement. Don't let joint pain keep you on the bench. Get back in the game. Make the play call to Coriel Health Orthopedics today. 254 483 knee That's 254 483 K-N-E-E.
6: Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project?
7: So I have been in the operating room most of my career, watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way.
4: That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for
7: QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses
4: your body's own healing properties To help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime.
7: Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation.
6: Call QC Kinetics 254 415 4100. That's 254 415 4100. 254 415 4100.
8: Now, back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: On his Matt Mosley Show. Boy, it's been a fun day. Lots going on. Tomorrow's going to be a huge guest day. Baylor football, Baylor basketball. Big, big guest on both of those fronts. And then a Cowboys game to boot, so we'll we'll have the Cowboys game tomorrow night. What are those Thursday night games? Aaron start seven seven o'clock straight up, something like that. Seems like uh, I'm trying to because uh, sometimes Sunday night football seems like they start at like seven fifteen or seven twenty, and then Monday night football seems like it starts all around seven. So anyway, it'll be uh, it'll be on that uh, Amazon. <clears throat> prime aaron can you imagine a cowboys i i assume they've done that I, I don't know i can't remember the cowboys being on one of these streaming games this this will blow up this will set every record any of these <clears throat> unless it's like a maybe a playoff game or something but i the amazon will do some kind of incredible number but you can also hear it right here on espn central texas and then um I'll be there. I'll be there to represent us. They always have a nice spread there in a nice little area. And uh and I'll uh, <clears throat> I'll I'll be there on behalf of ESPN Central Texas and the Doomsday Podcast. All right, I I'm still baffled by this story. Uh <sighs> By the end of two thousand twenty three, the Adelson and Dumont families of the Las Vegas Sands casino. Aaron, have you ever gambled or hung out or played poker or stayed in the Las Vegas Sands casino or have you at least walked through the lobby there?
2: I've never stayed there or been in. I've I've seen it obviously, but okay. never been on the property.
1: Um they've entered into a binding purchase agreement to acquire Majority ownership and the right to serve as governor of the Dallas Mavericks. Guess who's the governor? Now they, they you know used to be the they do it, they call it the governor. Uh now I it's Mark Cuban. It's Mark Cuban. I mean, I, it just it's just unbelievable that out of the blue this has probably been in the works forever. Now it makes you think he's talked about wanting a casino in a new arena in Dallas. Um, Aaron, there's only one problem with that. Like gambling, you know, that form of gambling, casino, all that, you can't do it. Can't do it. I mean, you got to go to the border. Got to go to the border when you're going to do all that stuff. We can't do that in Texas. But I guess, you know, the thought is, well, these people, they're paying all the lawmakers, and he can continue to lobby for this, and maybe they'll get to do it. Um, I don't. The agreement would be in the valuation range of 3.5 billion dollars, and take weeks for the league to process for him to sell that majority. Aaron, what do you think Mark Cuban bought the team for? Just and you may have seen this already, but just just give it a little bit of a guess. I th-
2: I remember seeing a number, but I'm not sure on it. Like a maybe a quarter of a billion, 250 million.
1: Yeah, yeah, about 280, I think about $280 million. And he's going to sell for $3.5 billion. Nice and How do you become a billionaire? that You do deals like this. <laughs> um, and, of course, he did the broadcast.com, which made him a billionaire in the first place. According to an SEC filing, the Adelson family is selling almost $2 billion in stock in the Las Vegas Sands Corporation to, quote, fund the purchase of a majority interest in a professional sports franchise pursuant to a binding purchase agreement subject to customary league approvals. And, and I mean, I don't think he's going to move the team to Vegas. NBA is going to have a team at some point in Vegas. Just bet on it. NFL's already there. I mean, you know, the Dallas Mavericks, a huge <clears throat> I mean, a you know, a enormous uh, team, huge market. I mean, it would be crazy. The Sands Group, led by Miriam Adelson and her son-in-law and company president Patrick Dumont, has previously had discussions with Cuban about building a casino entertainment district in Dallas that would include a new arena for the Mavericks. Again, you gotta, <clears throat> you gotta have. Uh, require gambling to become legal in Texas. I mean, it may happen someday, but I didn't sense that it's going to happen this soon or that it's going to happen, that this is going to, like, speed it up somehow. Maybe it will. <clears throat> the um, The family says, the Adelson-Dumont family say, we believe that with this partnership and our commitment to the team, the community and the fans, the future is bright, for the Dallas Mavericks. Now, what's going on with Cuban? He's 65 years old. He's owned the Mavs for about 23 years. He recently announced he was leaving the popular business TV program Shark Tank after its 16th season next year. I mean, I I don't know what's going on. I mean, I this doesn't Cuban... To sell his majority interest in the team is just stunning on a lot of levels. I mean, it is not that far. It's not that different than Jerry just up and doing something. And we know Jerry would not do that. But we thought Mark would not do this. Somebody said something about, always oh, maybe going to spend some more time with his family. Got a kid in college. Got two, I think, left at home. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, he's a guy that jets around the country watching his team. He doesn't show up. He's not quite as involved. I think Nico Harris and the GM certainly has a more hands-on deal than maybe Donnie Nelson did. But, I mean, it's hard to imagine Mark Cuban suddenly just kind of like just being a fan and just not really having his, his hands all over the team it's hard to imagine Mark Cuban, like, not commenting on this. I saw, I feel like he said something to Newey Scruggs. Uh, Newey's on with us sometimes. Uh, Aaron, I don't know if you saw that last night. Newey had some quotes, but, like, Tim McMahon had the story in ESPN. And for better or for worse, Tim's had an up-and-down relationship with the Mavericks, but he's never had trouble getting a hold of Mark Cuban, but Cuban's not quoted in that. Um, The only thing I've seen him tweet, a day ago, Cuban did some crying emojis when it said uh, Charles Munger, who helped uh, Warren Buffett build Berkshire, died at 99. All right? And then he has something two hours ago about, he said, "I have a very important announcement to make." Uh oh, and Aaron. Then he did a misdirection play. He said, costplusdrugs.com dot com lowered prices again. Vote with your pocketbook and help change the healthcare industry with at CostPlusDrugs." I mean, that's his. That's one of his little side projects. Will he run for president? Is that what this is about? I mean. I don't know. I He's not going to run as a Republican. Biden's going to run again. I mean, I you know, I don't JFK Jr. um not JFK Jr. who uh uh Robert RFK Jr. is uh involved on I think on the Democratic side. But um I mean, this is this is really strange. I've gone back and looked in the last four days to see what he was talking about and it was just mainly stuff about AI and AGI and its impact on humanity. I mean I think he thinks that's of course the, the future of everything, and most people think that. Wow. I I don't know. I mean I don't um it's hard to know what to make of this. And while I don't think the it's going to change the way the Mavs are operated in the near future. At any time they want to, I mean, Aaron. For now, we might think, well, I don't really know this Dumont guy. You know, the son-in-law of uh, Miriam uh, Adelson, uh, Sheldon Adelson's uh, widow. I, you know, I we, but that doesn't mean we won't know him at some point, right? These owners, we. It, it, they they pop out of nowhere. It's like, oh wow, okay. So this guy's worth a billion now. Okay, I mean we didn't really know who the guy at Carolina was for years, right? Tepper or whatever, David Tepper. Now we know because he fires a coach during the season every other year, and he's just he, he's he's being you know he's become kind of the laughing stock of the NFL. He used to be quietly a minority owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then suddenly, I mean, we didn't know who Chuck Greenberg was. And then suddenly he was, like, helping the Rangers through um, a bankruptcy and helping to buy the Rangers with Nolan Ryan and his crew. I mean, it's a, it's a weird – I mean, these things, you never know how they're going to end up. But, Aaron, this is not much different than Jerry – I mean, is there <clears> – <throat> what bigger NBA owner is there? What Who's the most recognizable NBA owner uh, in all of the league? I mean, the guy at the Clippers, a, a little bit, but not even close, Balmer to Cuban, I wouldn't say. Aaron, am I missing anybody? I mean, are any of these guys like – I mean, they ran the guy out of the Clippers who was so embarrassing – I mean, we don't hear from Genie much and that crew with the Lakers anymore, the Bus family. I mean, Mark Cuban is the biggest thing going. In some ways, he's part of the face of the NBA. And now he's sold his majority uh ownership. I I don't know. I'm afraid that um at any time they could take over and basically say you're not running this thing anymore. We're the governors, and we're running this team. And I, I I, think he's put the organization in peril here. I really do because, I mean, again, you never know. They may not care for Jason Kidd. They may not like Nico Harrison. They may bring a whole new crew in. Maybe they'll be a good crew. I don't know. But as far as, like, Cuban running this thing and being the face of the thing and being one of the world's most recognizable owners – uh who's who's more recognizable as a sports owner, Aaron? Jerry Jones. Maybe the guy with the Patriots. Maybe Robert Kraft. Um is that about it? Maybe you could think of like one of those soccer or Premier League type, you know, owners that a lot of European people would know, but not Americans for the most part. I mean, this is, an, this is a crazy deal. And I think we're all trying to figure out what to do with this. The, on, in the short term, I don't think it means anything. Like Kyrie uh, and Luca are still going to go out there and do their thing. And they're still going to have several supporting cast members that can't score. And, and they're probably going to get knocked out the first round of the playoffs if they even make the playoffs. But this is wild that this has happened, and the Mavericks may not be the same Mavericks that we've known for the last 23 years, and it's kind of like I, I, I've i had moments where I'm <clears throat> upset or frustrated, both on a personal or even, uh, or like a, I say personal, more of a professional type deal, and I had to cover the Mavericks a lot with Mark, but, well, you could always get a hold of him. You literally, I could email him right now, and I don't know if he'd comment on this. But if I ask him about like something random, he he would get back within an hour. That's just how he operates. Not just because of me. That's how he treats everybody. But boy, the Adelson's taking over. This is about to get really interesting. And again, it may be a huge full court press to get this casino and get gambling legalized in Texas. And then we'll just have casinos in Temple, Belton, Waco, uh I think West probably needs one, and then maybe Hillsboro, right over there by Bucky's. We'll just have casinos dotted up and down 35. Anybody else Aaron? Anybody else you think needs a casino? Maybe Mart? I'd like to see one out in Mart.
2: Well you know, I'd I'd rather see 'em here than in Louisiana and all our tax dollars going there. So
1: mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, every you time I arguments... go play
2: poker in Louisiana, the and Oklahoma, the parking lot is eighty five to ninety percent Texas license plates. It's just money that's going out of the state mm-hmm. for absolutely no reason.
1: Yeah. And we always think, though, like even with the lottery, oh, it's going to go toward this or go toward that. It's going to go toward education. It doesn't always. I, I think part of the reason these things don't get done is because people don't trust the politicians. But who knows? Politicians, one way to get them to move is when, when they're get, trying to get reelected, when you start dropping uh, huge contributions, S- things sometimes get done. And that is about to happen in a massive way, if that is the play here. If that is the play to get this casino arena built. But Cuban to give up his majority stake is, I don't care what he's trying to accomplish, is wild. Because he's giving up control. And that is unlike him. That is so unlike especially with what's a passion project. I mean, he will tell you he's lost money on the Mavs every year. For 23 years. Now, that, that's different than the valuation. I mean, he's about to make enormous money. But he's lost money over the years on the Mavericks. It's not like, oh, You've, he sells out all these games. He makes a ton of money. But um, anyway, we'll, uh, we'll continue to. You really think to, he's losing yeah. money? Well.
2: <sighs> I don't believe any. I don't believe for a second. If the, I don't think there's any. Of the three major sports, baseball, Mm -hmm. well, maybe some baseball, football and basketball, I don't think Mm -hmm. any owner's losing money. Maybe Golden State because they're so far in the luxury tax. I don't know.
1: Yeah, you just think, though, the TV money for football is so massively, it's so so much bigger than NBA or baseball that you're not getting as much of the pie. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying that's kind of what he says. Uh, I, I mean, but he also claims, you know, like to have this amazing sellout streak. Well, technically they do, because when they're coming up short, somebody will come in there or he'll buy all the tickets to, to you know. So in that regard, maybe he does lose some money. But again, if it, it's he's about to make. So you know, much. somewhere in the neighborhood of two and a half billion dollars point eight billion billion, something like that. All right, it's so Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas, and it's time for Campus Confidential. It's next.
8: Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central
6: Texas. The Lorena Coaches Show with Kevin Johnson is brought to you by Lorena Athletic Association, Ross Insurance Agency, Triple S Sports.
13: Second time this year, the Lorena Leopards knocked off the number one team in 3A Division One with a 42-21 win over Columbus. Coach, outstanding comeback effort by your team, overcoming a 14-0 deficit
15: early in that game. We went out and kind of shot ourselves in the foot the first couple of drives. Extended uh, extended their first drive with a with a just you know not not a real smart penalty, and uh, they they were able to go down and capitalize. And then uh, we blew a coverage. On the next drive, uh, but then after that, we kind of settled in, did what uh, we're capable of doing, and uh, kind of controlled the game after that. So I was very proud of our kids. Well, your defense
13: did hold one of the state's top quarterbacks to just three of eleven passing in less than a hundred yards, and also had two interceptions.
15: Kudos to our defensive line; they put a lot of pressure on Showell and uh, didn't give him a whole lot of time to sit back there and just kind of find some targets to throw to. So uh, got several sacks, and then uh, forced him kind of out of the pocket. Uh, took him out of his rhythm some, so kudos to those, the big guys up front. Game
13: stats kind of give an indication that your offense played keep-away. Braylon Henry went over 200 yards again, had five touchdowns.
15: You know, we've got five really good offensive linemen, plus several tight ends we can roll in there, and uh, uh, they're they they're doing a phenomenal job of getting some holes, creating some holes, and, and Braylon's one of the most patient uh, runners with great vision, and uh, he just he, he allows those guys time to to, to get on blocks, and then uh, he'll he'll see a hole and make some things happen. So uh, had a he, I mean had another phenomenal game. So kudos to Braylon and uh, those guys up front.
13: Columbus was a big challenge, but now you get Franklin. That's the first number one team you knocked off, and I'm sure they have payback on their mind.
15: Shout out to our district, and you know understanding how tough our district is, top to bottom. That we still got two teams going at it in the quarterfinals. But, uh, I mean, our kids will be up for the challenge. Their kids are going to be up for a challenge. Uh, They're going to want a little payback. We just got to stay locked in uh, and do what we do and, uh, you know, just improve on, you know, what we've done the last couple of weeks and keep getting better. And if we do that, we feel like we'll be fine. But it's going to be a heck of a football game. ESPN
11: Central Texas. Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com.
13: Triple S Sports is your one stop for
11: all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play
0: ball.
13: Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus
8: Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
1: Well, it is Matt Mosley and Aaron Sexton, and we've got a lot of... We got a lot of breaking news. We got huge guests tomorrow. We've got uh well, we'll have um, we'll have a lot going on on the Baylor front. Cowboys play tomorrow, so we'll have to kind of we'll have uh that going on for us. So it's going to be a going to be very uh interesting times uh and then Aaron the uh chief marketing officer of the uh, of the big twelve was just of course i wasn 't looking at my phone, but was saying he could jump on with us at four twenty today. Aaron, look at your phone is it Are we now thirty minutes past that? We are <laughs> <laughs> so anyway we're 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 working on it we 're working on it, but always uh always fun to uh when we've got a lot of interesting things going on, and tomorrow is just massive Baylor football baylor basketball guest it's going to be big and um, on the on the program and we're uh, excited to bring that to you aaron it is time for campus confidential thank you jim turner chevrolet where do we start today i know there's uh people are going into the portal it appears
2: we will start there lots and lots of people including lots of top quarterbacks we'll start with duke starting quarterback riley leonard he entered the transfer portal today he started all 13 games for the blue devils During the 2022 season, played just seven games this season and missed most of the year with a toe injury he suffered against Louisville, and he is expected to be heavily pursued and probably end up at Notre Dame.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I mean, that, golly, I I just, I find that so interesting that Notre Dame turns to these (laughs) so-called basketball schools. They got the Wake Forest quarterback this year and the Wake Forest coach was real mad and didn't like that they were getting to celebrate him on senior day and tell him how much they loved him I don't know how why you can't just love somebody you only have for a year think about that Aaron we've had Baylor players come in that everybody loved that were only there for a year but uh, he was upset and now Duke I mean this that's that would really be something to take Wake Forest and then Duke quarterback in back-to-back years but that's what notre dame does how much do we think you pay for something like that in the portal um matt rule today said you need like
9: a million and a half or
1: (laughs) two million right yeah he
2: gave you the menu of prices
1: yeah yeah kind of let everybody know what the going rate for a portal quarterback would be.
2: A five-star, right?
1: Basically. Did you say five-star? I think but he was basically, yeah. Okay, because I think he was just – uh, but, but Or a starting-level quarterback. Correct. Powerful. Yeah. Field. But that's a million and a half mm. or $2 million. And you know that every year there's at least one quarterback in the portal that ends up with like 2 or $3 million. That is an amazing – Amazing thing. I, the basketball is way easier to manage a roster because you can get, you know, this guy for that, this guy for that, and if you want to pay huge for like a Hunter Dickinson, yeah, you can pay him a couple of million dollars, million and a half, whatever. Or you can go get a really nice role player, a great defensive player, like the guy Texas got from Oral Roberts. I would say Smus, I would say he probably got Asmus for three to four hundred thousand dollars, something like that. What did they pay to get Trey Johnson, uh, the the great recruit out of Lake Highlands? Well, we don't know, we don't know. But I wouldn't be much under a million if it was any under a million. That's just the way those Longhorns work. Continue on, sir.
2: Coastal Carolina quarterback Grayson McCall entered his name in the transfer portal for the second year in a row. He did it last year, but after his uh, coach, Jamie Chadwell, left to take the Liberty job, he then withdrew his name and played for Coastal Carolina. In his career at Coastal Carolina, he'll be a, a graduate transfer, so he can go anywhere. And uh, even if this is a second transfer, which I don't know if it is, he'd still be eligible immediately. He threw for over 10,000 yards, 10,005 yards
1: there, 88
2: touchdowns and 14 interceptions along with 18 rushing touchdowns. Pretty impressive.
1: You know what? I mean, can you imagine? And I like Sawyer. Don't get me wrong. But with Blake Shapen transferring out and the Bears not really seeming to have, like, a freshman who's coming in ready to play, can you imagine if they got, like, you talk about changing the narrative. Mm-hmm. I mean, and while I know pe- a lot of people thought that they were hoping that, that Baylor would move on from Coach Aranda, man, if Coach Aranda and his staff landed a Chadwell or somebody at that level, even a guy from Arkansas, KJ, you know, he, uh, what's his name, Aaron? KJ Jefferson.
11: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Wow. I mean that that would pump some you know, and again, not that Sawyer wouldn't compete, but if you got one of these headliner type veteran quarterbacks, that would excite the fan base.
2: A couple of other quarterbacks have made their decision about next year. South Carolina Spencer Rattler, also former Oklahoma quarterback Spencer Rattler, is gonna skip his final year of college for the NFL. Meanwhile, Texas A&M quarterback Max Johnson has announced he is transferring to play for Mac Brown and the North Carolina Tar Heels.
1: All right, going to UNC. That that's interesting. Some of these quarterbacks are moving quickly.
2: I think that's a good fit for him. With Drake Mayne leaving, he just stepped right in, pretty much.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's uh, that, that, that looks like it could be kind of exciting. Um, but uh, that's why you can't, I mean, Baylor's got to jump on this uh, OC and kind of know, I mean, you can't really get a quarterback without knowing what offense they're going to run, you know. Um, gosh, I was up, I could not sleep last night, Aaron, and I was doing all sorts of. OC research. Um, I'm trying to see if I've seen anybody have anything today that interests me in that world. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, it's just fascinating because Matt Wells is someone close to Dave Aranda. That one makes sense. Uh, I heard somebody mention yesterday Paul Christ used to be at Wisconsin, had a pretty good run there. Um, You know, the Wells is a great guy, good leader, uh, really good fit from a culture standpoint. Everything he stands for, that would uh, work well at Baylor. I did think that was interesting, Aaron. I don't know if we've ever if we've gotten to mention this, but the official news coming from uh, Oklahoma that Seth Littrell, uh and Joe John Finley will be co-offensive coordinators, former UNT coach, Seth Luttrell, head coach, and then Joe John Finley, he'll be the uh, – and Seth Luttrell will call the plays for OU. Again, I I think OU people kind of do get excited when they get to keep their own, and so that, that makes sense. That kind of checks out, and I think uh, – I think they probably feel pretty good about that. You know, Levy, you know, the offense, for the most part, put up some pretty good numbers this year. I know they were frustrated with Levy, but uh, I do find that funny, Aaron, where, like, one fan base can be frustrated with somebody, <clears throat> and then they can, like, throw a parade for him somewhere else, right, when he goes to Mississippi State. I wonder right now, um, like, what Jeff Grimes – The UTEP job is open, and, you know, he's just such a, he went there, he played there for Andy Reid. There's so much about him that's an incredible fit for UTEP, and he would do a great job. But I don't know, I haven't seen what direction they're leaning. But, uh, man, that would be so cool. Uh, for him to have it in kind of poorly at Baylor but land on his feet somewhere else. I'm hoping something like that does happen for him. What else do you have, sir?
2: Tarleton Tarleton State men's basketball coach Billy Gillespie will be away from the team indefinitely because of medical issues the school announced last night. Gillespie missed the team's trip to the SoCo Challenge last week. Assistant coach Joseph Jones took over the interim head coaching duties. Gillespie has had... Health Issues previously resigning from Texas Tech in 2012, citing health problems. In 2017, he was diagnosed with kidney failure and needed a kidney transplant.
1: Yeah, I, we had him on when he, when he made that change and went out there and, uh, and have always really liked him. He's certainly, uh, uh, boy, thinking of him. Hopefully he can get that. He can get that thing um, turned around, um, but man, this is just wild to see. I was looking, I was looking at what uh, Matt Rule said, Aaron. Again, and yeah, he said a good quarterback in the portal costs one million to one point five million to two million right now. There's some teams that have six million or seven million dollar players playing for them. This is Nebraska head coach Matt Rule on the going rate for quality quarterbacks in the transfer portal. Aaron, there's just something about the way – I'm going to send this to you, and you probably have already seen him say this, but there's something about, like, hearing Matt Rule talk. He's he's one of the few people that can just make Nebraska fans just kind of look past a five and seven or whatever they ended up and just go, hey – we're cool. Everything's going to be okay. Like there, I do not know. <clears throat> there may, there are probably better coaches. I don't know if they're a better salesman. Like he, he's the best. Like who was ever a better salesman than him at Baylor over the years, football wise? I mean, Art was funny and And but art was just a football coach. he didn't love doing the media stuff. he was actually funny and all that. I think Aranda's actually good with media. I don't know if he loves doing it, but there is nobody that can stand up after a bad season and somehow like get everybody to look past it and fire them up like rule for <laughs> for better or for worse like he I hope it does work out for him at Nebraska but he he is like he wins every press conference but then you know sometimes you if you lose enough you can you there's no press conference to be won but man he just there's an energy and kind of almost uh I, I don't it's almost like I, I don't know how to explain it he just he's like almost like an old comedian or something like he's he just has a lot of uh pizzazz to him <laughs> And I was just watching that that I just sent to you, Aaron. It just and it just kind of uh, is a reminder that Matt Rule might be might make a better presentation than just about anybody that's ever come through. <laughs> okay, Aaron, we got a quick we got a quick guest all of a sudden who can join us. Uh, so why don't we take a quick break and then we're going to have the uh, uh, chief marketing officer of the Big Twelve, the
8: flagship station for Baylor basketball, is ESPN Central Texas. <laughs>
10: tis the season to give and it's okay to get get holiday gift cards from la fiesta restaurant and cantina purchase fifty dollars in gift cards and get ten dollars free for yourself or for someone else and don't forget la fiesta can cater your holiday party order online at lafiesta.com or stop on in at la fiesta located off franklin avenue in waco merry christmas from your friends at la fiesta la fiesta where passion is our most important ingredient
9: central national bank member fdic
12: everyone at richard carr buick gmc cadillac loves giving back to the central texas community and once again they're participating in the u.s marine corps toys for tots campaign and they're asking for your support
0: toys for tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the united states experience the joy of christmas
12: Now through December 7th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Drop it off in the bed of the 2024 GMC Sierra pickup truck right there on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute these toys to children in need
0: throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute.
12: Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900
1: West Loop 340 at Imperial Drive in Waco. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, The rooms are big and spotless, feature an upscale, modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine cocktail open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m. And then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It is the Element Waco Hotel. And ask about our discounted rates for November and December.
8: from the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
0: Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now,
1: ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. On oh, his Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, Tyrell Kirkham joining us now, Chief Marketing Officer, Big Twelve. He's very busy this week. He's been in meetings all afternoon. Tyrell, it's great to uh, have you back on. I mean, are you uh, what entertainers were you hanging out with today? I mean, it's a uh, you have a cool job a lot of the year, but it gets really cool around these huge events. Um, and I know uh, WWE. I mean, this all these announcements recently are always interesting, but the WWE. Really grabbed a lot of people's attention. What did uh, uh, who who are you kind of hanging out with today?
16: <laughs> well, first off, thank you for having me, Mister Mosley. Uh, yeah, you know, no no celebs today. This was just a, a preparation day as we get closer <laughs> to our football championship. It, it gets a bit hectic uh, the days leading up. So today is just some time over at AT and T, uh, getting ready to calm before the storm. But we're we're thrilled and. You know, I think there's been a variety of initiatives that have been announced over the past couple of weeks. I mean, months, really, when you think about Nelly being announced over the summer. That just allow us to eventize and create more of a experience around our championships than just being about just solely the game. We know we're going to have a great football game, and we're really excited about that. But to layer in all these other things, um, sort of ancillary elements, to bring in new audiences, to experience the Big 12 in all of its glory, is, is a very tactical thing that we're doing as we try to build our brand and con- continue to connect with new audiences while appeasing some of our existing audiences as well.
1: Is there like a rehearsal for Nelly that maybe I could attend, kind of like some backstage-type access? When will – or is Nelly one of those acts that, boy, you know, there's no, there's no rehearsal? You get Nelly, uh, you just go straight to the stage when, uh, when Nelly arrives on the scene.
16: <laughs> no, we're, we're going to rehearse. You know, I think one of the beauties <laughs> of keeping tradition in place was incorporating our, our bands into his performance. Um, so, you know, having the, the, the ability to bring him on stage, but also have our bands play and enhance that experience for our students was something that we didn't want to break up. We knew we, we knew we wanted a halftime act and reimagine it, but we didn't want to take away some of those traditional elements, and we're glad we can merge both to create a world-class experience both for those in venue as well as those tuning in uh, on ABC Saturday, 11, 11 a.m. and then obviously the halftime performance, you're not going to want to miss that.
1: All right, Is, that, is, it, is it hot in here? Is that this, the Will the bands be involved on that particular song? Does that sound accurate to you?
16: Hot in here. Yes, we will. It will get very hot, and uh, you know I think we have over 700 band members between the two institutions and, and Nelly. So buckle up; it's going to be one heck of a ride and, and a great entertainment experience this Saturday.
1: All right, watch the Texas band. They'll break into like uh, Eyes of Texas or Texas Fight if you don't watch them. Okay, we need to keep that group on uh, uh, on task. Do you know what? Do you know the nickname, Tyrrell, of the Texas band? I think it's the I think it's the show band of the South or something like that. And then SMU was the best dressed band in the land, and Texas Tech was the going band from Raiderland. All these things are popping into my head now. I do I do not know what we call the Oklahoma State group, but I'm sure they're good. You know, out out in uh, Stillwater. Well. I mean, this game is going to be so fascinating. Texas, I mean, how do you balance that, Tyrell? Because, I mean, a lot of, I mean, a lot of people would say the Big 12 wants Oklahoma State to win because Texas is leaving us. But then, of course, the, the, you know, if Texas wins and goes to the playoff, it'd probably be more money for the conference. Uh, I guess you have to be somewhat agnostic when it comes to, you know, rooting interests. Are you going to reveal to us who you might secretly be pulling for?
16: No, I mean, listen to your point about being agnostic. For us, we we just want to we want to entertain mm-hmm. our fans, and the rest will work itself out. It's my job to manage all the other peripheral things, things I can control. Halftime's a great anthem performer, and Warren Ziders. Uh, Wade Bowen performing the night before to really build build the excitement and anticipation. And then, again, we'll tune in at 11 o'clock and see a great football game, you know, Texas and Oklahoma State. That is, it sets the tone for a long day of football on Saturday. Um, But we're just excited about the game itself and all the surrounding elements. And um, I think our our fans, uh, new and old, are going to be excited for this one.
1: All right, this Warren Zider's, I mean this is some pretty long hair. Got the man has some pretty good hair, Tyrell from what I can tell, and so that'll be uh that'll be an interesting scene out there. This is it's just going and the WWE component of of this walk me back through like where that kind of came from. I happened to, I know Nick Khan and I've known him for years um and and but i i know some of those people that are involved but what was the what was the relationship there um and how did you kind of get to know that group and and what made you go down that path
16: Well, I mean, first off, if you remember what we did last year with Bathing 8, where we put their camouflage logo in our field just to tap into the sort of a lifestyle element. We wanted to build off of the success of that When I was at Barclays Center, we hosted four straight Summer Slams at at Barclays. And um, I've always kept them top of mind as we think about ways to integrate them in the brand because they do speak to a global audience. Um, and and i just feel the the power of their storytelling and and just their their overall brand is is one that is very admirable and uh, as we were thinking about what bathing eight part 2 could be or amplification and enhancement of our championship you know WWE came top of mind and you know we thought about how we could integrate them both their talent their IP and you know, it always has to be mutual a mutual and, and beneficial scenario. And, you know, when I we floated the idea by them, they were thrilled. And, you know, Nick and, and Scott Zanganelli, who's a very good friend of mine over there, um, you know, we call with these crazy ideas sometimes and You know, it takes people a second to process them, and then they're like, wow, that that makes a lot of sense. And, um, you know, what started off as a simple call has now morphed into, you know, a championship belt that will be unveiled on Saturday that will go to the most outstanding player and will be presented by a WWE superstar um, to integration of their logos on our our field um, to a community event. Tomorrow at uh, the YMCA in Arlington, where we'll have WWE superstars along with Commissioner Yormark and 28 of our student athletes from our SAC, uh, our SAC group. So, uh, an all-encompassing um, activation, and for us, we never want to be one-dimensional. It's got to have a multi—it's got to be a multifaceted approach that has the tentacles that provide major impact and wild wow factor. And I think we've done that with our partnership uh, with WWE.
1: All right. Um, for, the re-
16: for the record, for the record, yeah. I mean, the Undertaker's coming to town. Uh, Sheamus, uh, Jade Cargill, who who is a former student athlete, um, and 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 you know a host of others that you know are going to be involved in the community event this weekend. And we're just thankful that WWE is is really supporting us and bringing in their top talent to be a part of this moment. I'm sure our student athletes are looking forward to it, as are our fans.
1: I think the Undertaker has been to like a Texas practice in the past. I, I seem to remember the Undertaker hanging out with the Longhorns. Uh, Tyrell, who was your uh, favorite wrestler? Did you have somebody growing up? Or I mean, we around here it was the Von Erichs. I think there's a movie that may be out at least soon, or may already be out about the Von Erichs, the Freebirds, all that. Uh, Chris Adams, uh, Kabuki. Uh, a lot of those folks, uh, uh, Kamala, the Ugandan giant. Um, any? W- were there any wrestlers um, that you kind of grew up loving?
16: I mean, I just can't name one, but I would say you know, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, the the Ultimate Warrior, and probably Bret the Hitman Hart. Those are my my three guys. <laughs>
1: I like that. I like those are good ones. Those are good ones. Now tell us, what will you be kicking at the uh, at the game? You're you're known for boy, you're 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 uh, you're a sneaker head, uh, and you have got some great Jordans. You got a great uh, collection of shoes. You're a man that can. A lot of us can't pull off the suit with it, with the shoes with the basketball shoes. You have been known that you can pull it off. Uh, do you have something special planned for us on uh, Saturday?
16: I have yet to go to the closet and determine what shoes I'll wear, but always it's, it's neutral. I will never have a, a color that is reflective of the institutions that are playing, so that's a rule. Um, same holds true if I'm wearing a tie or a shirt or suit combo. Uh, I'd like to be a neutral party there, um, but I will wear a Jordan 1 for sure. Um, mm. And the suit will be intact. I plan on putting a lot of miles on the Apple Watch that day. Um, so, as I as I navigate, I certainly want to be comfortable. And uh, our day will start <laughs> very early. I'll probably be at the venue around five a.m. and it'll mm. be a late late night the night pro, night before. Uh, yeah. So, comfort is going to be key. But I got to be stylish. You know that all too well.
1: Yeah, you're a man that you can do those European suits as well, Uh, you and Brett. uh, A lot of us can't pull that off. Come see us, by the way, uh, Tyrell. um, Bears have two programs that are knocking. uh, One's in the top ten already, the men. The women are knocking on the door of being in the top ten. And you keep up with all those stats. You know that stuff. But, like, there's barely anybody that has, like, two teams in the top 13 in the country or the top 15 in the country, men and women. I think it's basically Baylor, and that's about it. So uh, well, look, come see us. We had a rough football season, as you well know. We're going to hang on to Coach Aranda. Let him see if he can turn this thing around. But uh, come watch us play hoops because uh have got some pretty good basketball going on.
16: My hope is to be there for the opening of the new arena. So um, that that's my hope. And, you know, I, how about those those Bears in the, in the NBA? I mean, County George, like, they're, they're, we've got Torian Prince at the Lakers. We, we, we've got some some Baylor, Baylor Bears hooping in the NBA this year, which is which has been awesome to watch.
1: Davion with uh, Sacramento, yeah, and we need to get him some more play in time. Need to talk to that coach a little bit. Uh, also, by the way, think about Madison Square Garden. I don't know where you'll be December 20th, but we will be on the ground Baylor versus Duke. And, boy, that is well, your you know, scene. Yeah, you
16: know, I came here from the Pistons too, and and they've got Michigan State at yeah. uh, uh, at LCA Little Caesars Arena on December fourteenth, I believe. So I'm trying to potentially get to that game. If, oh wow! If schedules allow.
1: Yeah, you know, Clark will try to get to that thing as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, those uh, those Pistons connections uh, for sure. Well, uh, Tyrell, have a have a great day. We're always excited to hear from you. And uh, appreciate everything that y'all are doing. And, and there's just a lot of excitement uh, with the Big 12. And and uh, hopefully it just carries right on into basketball season. But uh, really appreciate you jumping on with us.
16: Not a problem. My pleasure. Thank you for the continued support. And, you know, I'm always a phone call away. I love being on your show.
1: Thank you. There he goes, Tyrell Kirkham uh, from the Big 12, the chief marketing officer, CMO, as uh, as we like to call him, and uh, does a really good job, and and uh, that's that's an interesting. Now, Aaron, he he ripped off some good names there, hacksaw, uh, Duggan. Who else did we did we hear? I thought he might go with uh uh oh, I, I did I did I, he you know we're we're all into like I'll tell you who I used to love, Iceman King Parsons. That's a guy I haven't thought about in forever. He was hanging out with when, the, um, yeah, with the Von Erichs. When I
2: had my brief stint with the Global Wrestling Federation, they had a lot of the old wrestlers from WWCW. It was at the Sportatorium. Yeah. And gentlemen, Chris Adams and Iceman King Parsons were two of them. And uh, I was, I can't tell you how, how starstruck I was going backstage and seeing them talk, talk out at their match before they had it.
15: <laughs> Which, you know, pulling back the curtains. In case you
2: didn't know, wrestling's not real.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah boy see chris adams wasn't he wasn't his thing he was like british yeah he, he had
2: the british accent so they called him gentleman chris adams
1: uh-huh but he was friends he was he was a von eric friend and then he turned heel i think he went the wrong i mean i think he went bad on him oh he definitely um, did. yeah yeah chris adams did oh don't forget gorgeous jimmy garvin now he would bring sunshine in there with him and and then there was that guy with the tennis racket or whatever he'd carry around was that jimmy cornette uh jimmy cornette you know it, it, all those guys that were like the managers those guys were funny um uh lou uh albino lou albino or albano however he said his name um that's interesting the under See wh- who was the Undertaker's manager, Paul Bear. What's his? Oh, Paul, Paul. Paul Bearer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I I could picture him, and I was just I was having trouble remembering. Yeah. Now, who? Wait, was Jimmy Garvin's? Of course, this was before. This was before we had kind of maybe uh, had a little bit better presentation of how women should be presented at these wrestling matches. But was it Precious or was I right? Was it – or was her name Sunshine?
2: Uh, G- yeah, it was Sunshine. It was, Jimmy Garvin was It was, was Sunshine. Sunshine. Yeah.
1: Okay. And then, you know, we tragically lost a lot of folks along the way, especially the Von Eriks, but also I think um, G- G- uh, Gino Toretta. Or, no, 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 no. Sorry. That's the former G- quarterback. Gino Hernandez, yes, yeah, and Gino's nickname was Gino he 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 was very proud of his look, it was
2: something about being handsome or something like that,
1: yeah, uh-huh, Mr Pretty Boy or Mr the Body or something like that, Gino Hernandez, oh man, how tall do you think Kamala was, the Ugandan giant, like was he as big as King Kong Bundy was?
2: Like no, but he was, he was close enough to – I mean, he was – because King Kong Bunny was huge, like over 400 pounds easily, and a big guy, you know, over six foot too. Uh, Kamala was a big guy too, though. Um, I never yeah. got to see him in person, but just comparing yeah. him with those, he was yeah. big but not Mass- quite as huge as him.
1: Massive guy. Oh, and yeah. then Kabuki had that – I think it was Kabuki who the had – The green had that, mist. Yeah, the green mist. And I I, I mean, all it was was a can of something. Right. But all that that was like to a kid that that's why people love wrestling so much is because it takes them back to their childhood. Now, I don't the people that are way into it still like into their 50s. It's it's a little interesting, but there are people like that. I don't know how they've gotten the younger audience, though. That's interesting how they've been able to kind of do it over the years but it's a it's a fascinating topic all right uh and and that's the championship belt will go to the mvp of the big 12 that'll be like a wwe type championship belt the undertaker i can't remember who else he mentioned aaron did you recognize any of those names i, I he said a couple of others that were going to be hanging out there the undertaker and I, he said a couple of others but i didn't catch them but uh, there will be some wrestlers Hanging out at the Big 12 championship game, and we'll continue to – our thoughts are with uh, Sark, um, uh, Steve Sarkisian. He did not win the coach of the year, the Big 12 coach of the year. And the Texas media is just up in arms (laughs) about this. (laughs) You're leaving the conference. What did you think? Well, like, and you were already, just roses? Everybody's just going to throw roses out there to you guys? I just don't understand, like, what What did, What did? was the expectation? Well, and they were Gee. also
2: picked to win the conference, and they did. Like, you don't get coach of the year for that. Yeah. It never happens. It's always somebody that yeah. had an unexpectedly good season. Well, People like expected the, Texas to be good this
1: Aranda year. Aranda and them were supposed to finish, what, seventh? Mm-hmm. That year they won the conference, won the conference championship game. Mm-hmm. I think they were finished seventh. Well, he should be the coach of the year, as I recall. And I think he was. And you know who was, like, the finalist for the Frank Broyles? There were three finalists for the assistant coach of the year, Jeff Grimes. Oh,
2: I know Jeff Grimes was one of them, yeah.
1: hmm Was one of those. And uh, I had to think pretty hard on the others. But, yeah, Jeff Grimes was one of them. All right. It is uh, – Matt Mosley show, ESPN, Central Texas. Let's do some NFL blitz. We'll do that next.
3: Baylor women's basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas. The
4: Baylor women play their first road game of the season Thursday in Dallas against SMU, 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 7 p.m. tip-off Thursday.
3: Join Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman for Baylor Women's Basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas.
7: Everyone at Richard Car, Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they are participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign, and they are asking for your support. Toys for Tots
2: is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 7, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate
14: in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Car, Buick GMC Cadillac and drop it in the bed of the 2024 GMC gmc sierra pickup truck on the showroom
7: floor the marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout central texas also if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from their dealership richard car buick gmc cadillac will purchase 100 dollars worth of toys in your name for the marines to distribute
9: merry christmas from your friends at richard car buick gmc cadillac
14: 900 west loop 340 at the imperial drive exit waco
11: kinetics regenerative medicine is regenerating me it was
10: super successful and I recommend Seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to
13: surgery. This non-surgical approach is definitely the future.
12: I tell as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in
4: advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics,
6: 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100
13: let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid.
8: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Well, you hear the music. You know what time it is, and uh, reminder tomorrow we got Cowboys game. Uh, huge uh, guests from both Baylor basketball and Baylor football tomorrow, and we'll uh, we'll be we'll be doing a lot with that and uh, all sorts of portal news today. Aaron, we got jokesters out there, just so you know. Be on the lookout. We now have. Uh, breaking news and somebody has a picture it says Uncle Rico has entered the transfer portal (laughs) Uh, says top options include Idaho Idaho State and Boise State (laughs) he could throw football over that mountain it says looking for a new home besides his orange Santana van he can still throw a football over those mountains (laughs) okay all right oh Aaron I had one quick I just happened to come across this sure. I had a couple I had a, an NFL nugget for you before you start hitting some headlines here and I uh, always love our uh, we had to change our uh, our timing of our NFL blitz but we'll we'll find a landing spot we're just uh, we have busy with guest and Stephanie and all of that stuff and Stephanie of course has many many sponsors so we always like to take care of her Um This is a stat via next gen stats. The highest quarterback pressure rates in the NFL when double teamed. When double teamed. Number one, Aaron, Osa Odigizua. Oh, wow.
2: That's pretty shocking.
1: Because he. I guess he does get double teamed quite a bit, so this is mostly going to be like, you know, interior guys. 18.4%. When double-teamed. Micah Parsons is next at uh, high high pressure rates, so that's not shocking. Aaron, interestingly, the next two, I don't know if it'll surprise you or not. One is a familiar name because he played at the University of Houston. Ed Oliver, pass rusher, 14.4%. And another kind of familiar name, uh, Danielle Hunter, 14.3%. So... This tells you, though, Oso Digizua, I I keep watching him make plays, and I think to myself, am I just seeing, you know, like, is he doing this the whole game? Or am I just kind of noticing some great plays (laughs) from him? And he's doing it throughout the game. He's doing it throughout the game. So, uh, what was uh, he, a
2: fourth-round pick out of UCLA? Oh,
1: man. Yeah, something like that. When you think about it, they got Deron Bland in the fifth, Zuo was probably like fourth round. I mean, Gallimore plays a lot. He was probably about a th- third rounder. Gallimore came from Oklahoma, maybe. Um so yeah, they 75th they,
2: overall, third round. Still great great value, a great find
1: for uh which one? Odiggizuo. Zuo, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's this a strong group. And quite honestly Hankins plays well. Hankins mm-hmm. is playing well. Had two sacks the other day. Yeah,
2: and he's supposed to be the run stopper.
1: Jonathan Hankins. The
2: the trash can full of gravel in the middle and stacking people.
1: Yeah, uh, I looked it up, and Aaron, one Hankins, early in his career, had a seven-sack season. Wow! So he has, at times, been a pretty decent pass rusher. But he's now been in the league for, golly, going on, I don't know, Eight years, eight, nine seasons, but uh, still getting still getting to the quarterback occasionally. All right, Aaron, what else do you have for us? Uh, yeah, it was really good news on the Cowboys, I noticed. Uh, it seemed like everybody practiced today, which is great news, going into tomorrow's game versus the Seahawks. What else do you have for us, sir?
2: Speaking of that, uh, the injury news was a little different on the Seahawks side. They're not mm. too banged up, but they will more than likely be without star running back Kenneth Walker for Thursday's matchup against the Cowboys. He is listed as doubtful because of an oblique strain, putting rookie Zach Charbonnet in line to fill the starting role, which he did also last week.
1: I would say Walker played at Michigan State. Correct. Charbonnet, now that's an interesting one. I want to say UCLA, but But I don't have – I got that one yeah no, okay, yeah okay right on both. okay that that's that was ringing a bell, but uh okay, interesting for uh the Seahawks, I mean, Aaron, who would you say is the Seahawks best running back ever, just right off the top of your head in the history of the Seahawks sure.
2: Sean Alexander probably,
1: yeah, that's who I thought of. I would say Ricky Waters put up a couple of big years for them.
2: And Chris Carson had some nice years, too. But he wasn't really explosive. He was more of yeah. a kind of a plotter.
1: Yeah. And and what about our man, uh, uh, Marshawn?
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, I can't leave him out.
1: That's, uh,
2: ooh, that's tough.
1: Uh-huh. Because Alexander yeah. did have
2: some great years for them.
1: You're right. No, Alexander was unbelievable. But uh, just, I started thinking about who's the best wide receiver ever at Seattle. I mean, my, my first guess, my first thought would be Largent. Because he was a great player on some bad teams. But then D.K. Metcalf's pretty awesome. Got to say that. But then who did they have that was so great for so long? Lockett? Yeah, or, Tyler
2: Lockett's still there. and uh, yeah. the, the ex-Kansas State star. He's had... Mm-hmm. He's put together a lot of really good years in a row. I mean, he may have... I don't know, I have to look up his stats, but he's had at least four 1,000-yard seasons, I think.
1: I always felt bad. Like, one guy's had his career basically ended by a Cowboys player. Um, The the receiver's name, I think, was Doug Baldwin. May have played at Stanford or somewhere. Go, really good receiver. Mm-hmm. And... The Cowboys safety who always got – who do we always beat up on? Jeff Heath. Remember him? Mm-hmm. From the Dallas-Fort area. I think he was from Rockwall. Oh, I remember
2: the play hey. now that you're
1: talking yeah. about it. Yeah, he just – I I don't know if it was a blindside block or what it, whatever it was. It was one of the – I think you could argue that it was a cheap shot. And I don't know if he ever played again. Like he was in really bad shape after that, but uh, just thinking back about some of the some of the great Seahawks of the past, um, and it was it's really weird that you just thought Russell would be there forever, and he's certainly not. By the way, Russell's team don't like look a... <laughs> now, but they've won like five games in a row. Isn't that crazy?
2: It's almost like Sean Payton's a good coach or something.
1: I don't know. I, I think we were kind of joking about him, and I was. He kinda, He kind of figured it out. I don't know. But uh, what else do we have, sir?
2: You mentioned uh, Tyler Lockett. He's only got 575 yards this season, but he did have four straight 1,000-yard seasons prior to this season. Wow! Probably the big story in the NFL today is Aaron Rodgers, the Jets quarterback, returned to practice today just 11 weeks after surgery to repair his torn Achilles. Rodgers was cleared for, quote, functional football activity but not contact, according to head coach Robert Sala who also called this a progression in his rehab. By rule, the Jets have 21 days to decide whether to activate Rodgers from injured reserve. That period expires December 20th, four days before they face the Washington Commanders, the game he's been targeting as his return game all along.
1: You know, I, I brought this up, I think, during Stephanie's sports corner, oddly enough. And Aaron, I think I sent you that, Tweet or you'd probably already seen it. It he does look good. Now it's kind of slow motion. It's hard to tell much. But throwing, moving, like I, I I gotta say, I was kinda impressed with watching him. I don't to me this is all like kind of a rah rah, try to fire up the team kind of deal. Um so I, I don't I I I still would think it's a long shot on him playing this season and I don't really see the upside to it but um, I he they listed him on the report I think Aaron like this is Aaron Rodgers officially limited in first practice back from Achilles tear isn't that weird like I don't if, if but he can't come back is that right you said for about three weeks
2: uh, they have 3 weeks to decide whether to oh, bring him uh, yeah. back officially from the IR which oh, they Oh, I
1: see. I, I see. Maybe. I don't know. That wouldn't it be shocking to see him? He would be out mad there. if they
2: didn't, I think. Yeah. But they yeah. have other considerations it's mainly kinda, next year.
1: <laughs> yeah. This kind of seems like an somewhat of an act, but but I, it's kind of a funny act. Um Aaron the Eagles played a lot of that Week 12 went over the Bills without Fletcher Cox. And they might be without him again in this week's game. Um, so that would be tough with the 49ers coming up. Did not practice today because of the groin injury that sidelined him last Sunday. And... Um, does look like Jordan Davis, the defensive tackle, and Milton Williams, another defensive tackle, um, with respective injuries, were able to work on a limited basis. Uh, looked like several other players missed practice, uh, notably Zach Cunningham, the linebacker, with a hamstring, and uh, Dallas Goddard, the tight end, with a forearm. They also, uh, uh, Calcaterra, their other tight end, missed it with an ankle. So... Just uh, a few things. Oh, and uh, right tackle Lane Johnson said Tuesday he expects to return after missing last Sunday with a groin injury. Um, I mean, I, I don't know, Aaron. Every time you think the Eagles are finally going to lose, they find a way <laughs> they to They find win. a way. It's frustrating. Mm-hmm.
2: But they're fun to watch. And I've got uh, Jalen Hurts in a ton of leagues, and he is the quarterback to have this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, been
2: incredible. Dak, Dak too. I've got Dak in one league. They both. I think
1: Dak right now is playing better than Jalen, but at the same time, I mean, they're ten and one. You can't really argue against that. Now he looked uneven to me in some of those. One of those games that might have been the Chiefs game. I'm thinking about, but then he. I think even in that Chiefs game, he he hit like some gorgeous throws late. Like down the sideline, that one throw down to the one yard line, to I think that was Devonte Smith. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I mean he is great, but I mean you you can make an argument right now, Jalen and Dak. I mean, other than I mean, Mahomes is kind of up and down right now. I mean, obviously you would take Mahomes over both of them if you were you know could take any of them, but still they're put you know doing great this season and Dak is just in a in the maybe the best stretch of his career and of course he's going to have to do it against somebody he's going to have to beat a good team and of course he needs help with that but uh, he is playing great against some pretty bad teams all right Aaron I cannot believe it we have somehow shown up at the end of our broadcasting day and We'll, we've got a couple last-minute nuggets to share with you, and I'll decide if I'm going to let everybody know who we have on tomorrow. It, I mean, it's going to be huge. That is next. The flagship
8: station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas.
0: free diamonds at D'Amore Fine Jewelers. Receive free half-carat, high-quality, lab-grown diamond studier rings with $6.99 or more purchase. Free while supplies last. Act fast. Offer available for a limited time only. D'Amore Fine Jewelers. Adding extra sparkle to your holidays at 4541 West Waco Drive. Are you ready to break ground
6: on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients.
8: Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online
1: at centexsportsfan.com. Hey, it's Matt Mosley been sidelined by joint pain it's time to meet the coreo health mvps of orthopedics located right here in central texas dr lance ellis dr jacob battle coreo health's board certified orthopedic physician team specialized in sports medicine and total hip and knee replacement don't let joint pain keep you on the bench get back in the game make the play call to coreo health orthopedics today 254-483-knee that's 254-483-knee
9: My house has a new-
13: Holiday gift giving is now upon us. At Morrison Gifts, we want to give holiday shoppers a break from the crowds. Starting now, enjoy special pricing on select items weekly through Christmas. Brands like John Hart, Consuela, Sweet Grace, and Times Candles. At Morrison's, you'll find home decor, gourmet items, bath and body, baby, and of course, Christmas decor. Let us build the perfect gift basket and remember free gift wrapping. Local delivery is available and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli.
8: It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN
1: Central Texas. Well, we're going to have to say goodnight to you. Appreciate everybody who's been a part of this uh, show today. It was fun uh, getting to wish Dr. John Anderson from McKinney, Texas a uh, happy birthday, happy 75th to him today. Aaron, you know who else played basketball at McKinney, Texas? Dr. John Anderson, uh, many years ago. And Jacoby Walter, in recent years, played at McKinney High School. Now, Shohei Otani, I've been monitoring this, just reading something that the surgeon who performed uh, his surgery... Uh, it should be able. Otani will be ready to hit by the start of 2024, and and he wants to resume his two way player status to pitch the following year. So you would only get him as a hitter, which by the way is incredible. But uh, I, I just want to see. I'm going to keep monitoring. Where are the Rangers? And, again, ESPN has the Rangers as, quote, the most logical fit. The most logical fit, the Texas Rangers. I mean, Aaron, we just win it all now. Win the World Series, may win Otani. I mean, just crown us. This is awesome. Okay, everybody, have a great night. Thank you, Aaron. And uh, be with us tomorrow when Dave Aranda joins us and John Jacobs, Baylor Basketball. All of it coming up tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Good night.
8: This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. A daily look inside Big 12 Conference Football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. I check a Big 12 football on today's Modern Media.